I'll just go on the Facebook so that I'm... Yeah, you go check, Kate. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. Um, so I hope you're all right. I've had a good weekend. I think some of you have celebrated your Christmas dues over the weekends or went pantomimes or had to isolate. <laughs> Who knows at the moment? Uh, it is a bit mad at the moment, I think, for a lot of you. So, mm. of course, we know a lot of you have apologised for checking in late. That's okay. We understand this time of year is very busy. I think things, because rules keep changing, stuff doesn't help either, which can affect your work, affect those who've got children going to school. So we do understand that. So if it means checking in when you check in, that's fine. Yeah. Um, heads up, though. So next week, obviously, I finish work on the Wednesday, the 22nd. Uh, I think Kate finishes the day after. So we are actually agrees that... As long as you get all your check-ins done by midnight Tuesday next week, which will be the 21st, um, because we will be deciding a winner on Wednesday and making the announcements. And then either Wednesday or Thursday, me or Kate will be delivering the goods. (laughs) Obviously, if you're not local to Stone, we will have to post it out, so you'll get it when you get it. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be a, a Hermes jobby. Uh, but either way, we would like to get the prize out to the winner. That this is why we want you to have your check-ins done every week because you could be doing really well. You've not checked in with us. We have no idea how you're doing. So yeah. ideally, you need to check in every week uh, to be in a chance to win. Just so you know, guys, what we've done, we decided to purchase things locally as prizes and also bear in mind being able to travel far because we've got some who aren't local on here. Uh, so we one prize is from a shop called Mo's Deli in Stone. Uh, they're known for their cheese, um, drink, uh, crackers. <laughs> so all the nice <laughs> things. And we know uh, that could be transported. Yes, we know that could be transported very well. So you're winning a massive hamper from there, one person is. Uh, we've also got a candle from the Wondering Bee. Absolutely highly recommend, guys, if you love candles. That's who dropped off Kate's candles last week on the line. <laughs> Kate can vouch for that. <laughs> I can. <laughs> so we've got one of those candles from there. Uh, I've got local coffee from uh, who are based in Canada called Contact Coffee Company. Fantastic company, really nice coffee. Uh, if you don't like drinking coffee, if you like it in tiramisu because it is the time of year, you could brew it up in there. I've done it in there a couple of times before. And then a couple of goodies um, with the brand uh, with the NAG branding on. We are looking at getting the NK branding on to make it fair, though Kate's sorting her branding out soon, aren't you? <laughs> so we'll have, have a choice soon. I know, choices. We went a bit of both. <laughs> Yeah, all three eventually. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so make sure you do get checked in, guys. Ideally, if you can before midnight this Wednesday. The reason we say every Wednesday because by the time you set the check in, if we want us help you with set you up with your goals for the week, it's kind of like over yeah. halfway of the week. Uh, unless you're all right with what you're doing and carry on, by all means. Yeah, that's fine. We I think we said before, didn't we? It's it's yeah, it's basically so you can concentrate on that week. Yeah, and don't feel overwhelmed with doing the check-in thinking yeah don't got feel like the... you've got so much to do yeah yeah so ideally you want to get in as early as possible which is why we said on a sunday because you could not just sit there and and do it on your phone because it's, it's just phone friendly you don't have to do it on a computer you can do it on your phone and tablet anyway yeah. right so we're going to be covering today quite a bit uh because the subject's called are you on track uh what we're going to cover is what counts as on track because some of you might think you're not but you actually are or you might think you are but you're actually not uh, what to do if you're not on track so how to get back on or if you think you're on track we go actually no I'm not we'll, we'll tell you where you might need to push the needle a little bit more mm-hmm. we're also going to cover a bit of a guide about staying on track over Christmas 
we're going to discuss that with you because yeah. we know that does stress a lot of people out. Uh, we're gonna I think we've got that as a focus. We got that as a focus. We have actually, yeah, to actually make a plan over Christmas. We have actually done that. Yeah. Put it up on the post. Yeah, put in place your Christmas strategy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got that there, and we'll give you tips on that and how to help you. Yeah. Um, and also about the plateau. Uh, as well we're going to cover that because sometimes you can plateau as well a lot of you on the six week challenge should be plateauing um because of your experience so if you're plateauing yeah. it just might mean you need to tweak some areas uh when doing it like yes. say if you're not losing any more not just weight but body measurements as well or not seeing any change in shape then we'll discuss how to tweak the needle more or if you're doing weight training as well and you find you're not progressing in your weight training you get a bit stuck mm-hmm. um so yeah we're going to be covering that today if you do have questions throughout, uh, we're doing this through Zoom, so we can't always see your comments. So Kate does keep an eye on the phone usually. We will message you back afterwards. Uh, if you watch yeah. us through Zoom, through the link, you can actually ask us questions in the chat as we go along as well live. Uh, we're also going to we're looking at doing even another podcast next week or the week after with any questions you have. We're, mm. we're looking at doing a big Q&A uh, podcast soon, just a general one. So you can ask us anything to do with... Uh, if it's Christmas and even if the podcast comes out late, it's handy to know what to do if you go on holiday and stuff. So send in your questions if you want to. Uh, Natalie at the nagpersaltrainer.co.uk. Some of you have got mine and Kate's number. You could text us there. Uh, we, yeah. don't, we don't put names out if you don't want us to. We just ask the question in general what people have asked us. Yeah. Okay. So are you on track? What counts as being on track? To me personally, for me, it would be Hitting goals majority of the time consistently. So that could be, say, one of your messaging today on your check-in, that you're hitting your daily non-negotiables every day, which is applicable towards your main goal. And you've been doing that every week. So to me, that is you're on track because you're doing that no matter what consistently. Yeah, I think I was going to say that's the key, isn't it? Is are you doing it consistently? If you have the odd time where you're not, where you haven't reached a goal because of something that's just, if you just tick that down yourself. Yeah. Um, (laughs) if you're not meeting your goal because you know because something's got in the way you know that couldn't be helped then that's a different thing Um, so yeah it's basically about what you do consistently absolutely and hitting the main things that that require more effort when it comes to the goals you want to yeah. go for. For example, we've asked somebody you want to get into like a certain dress maybe or something that you used to fit in uh, pre-lockdowns. <laughs> so um, so your main goal would be obviously nutrition. So are you in a calorie deficit? Uh, and to make sure you stay in your calorie deficit and adhering to your protein intake and your fibre intake. So say your fruit and veg and your lean protein t- intake to keep you full. Uh, you need your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Are you moving frequent and often enough? Are you getting enough activity mm-hmm. in the day? Not that one-hour gym session. That's not for calorie burning. It's what you do throughout the whole day, which one of the clients yeah. I messaged back this morning is doing that. They were gutted they weren't hitting their training goals this uh, last week, I should say, because Christmas coming up, yes, other priorities take place. But they managed to get um, one training session in, and they said they made sure they did a bit more walks and they did a, a yoga session as well, like online, because they couldn't go to the gym. And I thought, brilliant, so you at least did that. That's that's fine. Yeah, but I think a lot of people else. are actually doing that this time around, aren't they? There's yeah. sort of, you know, rather than just saying, well, I haven't got time, you know, to do that workout, they're actually thinking, you know, it's like thinking it through and thinking, well, have I got 10 minutes? What have I got? What yeah. time have I got? What can I fit in there? And I think with all of the stuff we've done, whether it's the, the, the full workout plans or the the 10 minute, workouts 
there's kind of something for every yeah. kind of situation really. there is really that's what we how we planned it yeah so you've kind of got your plan for when everything's going brilliantly and smoothly and you can do whatever you know what you want to do and also your kind of plan b for when things get in the way yeah i've got 10 minutes i'll do that yeah. plus you're obviously daily non-negotiables that you'll focus on absolutely which a lot, a lot of you are nailing to be fair you're quite you're quite on track with your daily non-negotiables yeah. uh, the weekly goals are going to be the tricky ones this time of year because they're things that you don't do every day and the things that you probably have to make more time for like training um it could be some of you doing a run or a longer walk or a hike uh the weather's mm. going to be a big factor uh either because yeah. one you're a runner and it's not been very safe to run um it could be, uh, again, one of you in the group has got a practically a newborn baby, so that can obviously affect mm. things. But you all, what we all want you to get from this is remember to do what you can. It's about imperfect action, yes. but taking action, being proactive of what you can do. And like I say, some mm. of the check-ins I've seen this morning, they people have been making sure they can do what they can, not what they should. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's also a case of looking at if, you are not meeting your weekly goals and you have got to at least you have got to be honest with yourself about why um yes christmas things get in the way and all of that but you just got to make sure that it, you know you are actually doing everything you need to be doing yeah, or can do or can do exactly yeah. Uh, the way to know if you're on track, so as well as being consistent with your goals and you're able to achieve uh, your weekly and your happy <laughs> goals uh, or doing what you can and ba- you know work not thinking fuck it i'm gonna go off track because i can't do that one training session so i won't bother doing anything you know you're still yeah. doing things and uh, the other one is actually look at your data so a lot of you may have not done this but I, it's very ideal to do is record data so say you are training and you've got reps and sets to perform uh and that training plans we've written out for you uh, we've left space where you can write down the weight that you did you can put down your reps. You can put down if you did more yeah. sets. Uh, but ideally, you write down and record down what you've actually done. Uh, me and Kate do this every training session. If we've been planning it, we write down what we've done. For example, we're testing our rep maxes today. We're going to actually record down, see, are we stronger? Are we weaker? Since changing around the plan that we've done. Because we focus more mm-hmm. on hypertrophy goals and strength goals this time with what we're doing. Um, the other thing is to record down is obviously your life goal. So have you actually noticed you've done your daily non-negotiables majority of the time over the five weeks so far um same with your weekly goals it may be the past few weeks because of christmas you may not be able to train as much as usual but before then before you got busier and even when it was busy despite that was your normal life were you able to do those goals you set out to achieve yeah you know record that down as well and then obviously the other one for a lot of you on here you were after a physique goal so body fat loss so have you recorded measurements lately have you done a weekly weigh-in to see actually compared to the f- first week? Is there any difference? Don't take one day weigh-in though. Don't think I'll weigh myself on Wednesday. And I'm going to compare that to week one. No, take a whole week or at least minimum three days and pick the average or pick the middle number, um, and then compare it. You got a bit laggy there, Kate. What's happened there? Or do your measurements? Sorry, you went a bit laggy there, Kate. Apparently, it's my. Oh. I think it's my connection. I think you just paused. Yeah, you just froze a bit um, there. I can still hear you, but you're back. God, where's all my Wi-Fi gone? Oh, there it is. I guess switch over. So it might back. pause. Two secs. It might pause a sec. So we switch over. Technology. I keep meaning to upgrade my Wi-Fi. Just bear with us, guys. 
Let's wait till we get back on. There we go. That should work okay now. Yeah. There we go. It's just a bit laggy. It's virgin. It's not great for us. Mm. <laughs> we, I've still got to upgrade it. Um, yeah, so we said about taking tape measurements, body measurements, yeah. uh, trying on the clove, particular clothing you were trying to feel better in. It's not just yeah. about fitting. It could just feel better on you as well. Mm-hmm. So ideally, from this week on, What gets measured gets managed. Exactly, Kate. So ideally, guys, check that this week. Yes. Uh, and for next week as well, start checking your daily weights to get the averages. Um, make sure you've done at least some tape measurements at some point now and then take them at the end just to compare what you've had as well. So mm-hmm. do not forget them now. So I know a lot of your clothes in this week are going to forget. <laughs> just going to say, you might find that even if you haven't actually lost any, even if the scales haven't moved, you may well have lost, lost some inches. And that's still like progress. That says, you may, yeah, you may just, you may feel better in the... yeah outfit you want to fit into yeah. so yeah don't rely just on one data try and yeah. take a, a yeah. few bit of data and go with that well you um, might just feel better even yeah if yeah and that's still data you know I, I feel better about my physique yeah absolutely. absolutely no i'm with you on that one absolutely so do check that guys but like i say the weight the daily weigh-in is just a because you need averages you can't just take one weight especially females in the group because your weight fluctuates like mad uh, and like kate said at week one ideally it would have been better to weigh yourself out the six weeks if you're going to use weight, as long as mentally you're okay with doing that and seeing it as data and not as a, mm. just seeing it as body composition. It's just to compare with measurements and your fitting and stuff. So if you say female still on a cycle, you'd compare week one, week one, week two with week two. Yeah. Because again, the weight will fluctuate. But to be fair, if you only did week one and week two, and then now you're going to do your final week this week to check compared with that, that would be, it's quite a good time period to check it actually, to be fair in comparison um but obviously like if you see no weight loss like kate said but you've lost inches that's progress you've lost body fat it shows also if you're doing weight tra- it's normally happens if you're doing weight training it shows you've been preserving your muscle yeah it shows eating protein and, and you're training often and uh, and consistently that's what that shows yeah. so that, bear in mind don't if you see like a pound gain as well but you've lost an inch go with the measurements because yeah. uh, scales don't tell you about body composition they don't tell what's going on uh, what to do if you're not on track? So, if you're not on track, so when we say not on track, so you're getting no results whatsoever, or suddenly you've had one bad thing happen and you've gone fuck it and just let everything go, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stuff the non-negotiables. You're not training whatsoever. You've dropped your needs. Uh, you know you feel a bit low in your mood actually as well. It could be just that. Mm-hmm. I'd say re-look at the goals and prioritize what you need there and then. Then. Yeah. yeah, I think it is very easy at this time of year to go fuck it. It's I'll Christmas. Start getting the new year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, and th- that's understandable. You know, it is going to happen, which is why you know we go on about your daily non-negotiables and things like that. That you know, having the sort of basics in place, um, you know, so it's not an issue if you you know go over your calories, do whatever yeah. it might be over Christmas. That's what Christmas is there for. That's what you do. And if you don't do that, then have you had Christmas? I know, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Um, it could be sometimes you think you were on track, like, yes, I'm in the calorie intake and I'm still not seeing weight loss, but it could be, a commonly, I'm afraid, guys, is tracking accurately. It's, yeah. you know, in this time of year, there is more nice, tasty, high-quality foods and I've got Christmas cake downstairs and free boxes of mince pies downstairs. Um, but I will, like, you know, I just have my uh, 
you call it lunch, I call it dinner. Um, and straight after I've had a bit of pie, because I'm aiming to not eat between meals, I'm trying to eat with meals instead, so I'm not unlike just doing it just because, unless I'm generally very hungry, I'll have something. Um, but I'm checking it in, if you know what I mean. You know, it's tracked in. I don't forget yeah. about it. People tend to not track snacks. They tend to not track drinks and not track yeah. weekends. And that's normally yeah. why people struggle with fat loss goals, because they think calories don't count at those times they're afraid it, or they think because they've had a thousand to twelve hundred calories a day monday to friday or monday to thursday maybe friday afternoon they think it'll offset the weekend so they can eat what they want what'll happen though that'll generally get worse and worse and more of a bigger binge and actually it ends up eating into from friday morning into thursday and so forth and then those habits all creep yeah. back in so do bear that in mind guys are you actually tracking accurately as well yeah Especially if you sort of leave it to the end of the day and then you sit there and try and track everything you've had yeah. that day, the chances are you won't you won't get it right. No, because we forget. And you'll miss out all the little bits and pieces that you might have had kind of along the way. Yeah. So, yeah. So if, if that's what you have been doing, then maybe switch to tracking in, in real time or planning ahead and, you know, tracking everything yeah. in at the beginning of the day. Just changing the way you do it. Yeah. <clears throat> but I so say if, ha- if you feel like, like some people might think they're off track. Like I've seen some check-ins and a couple of you, because it's so busy, you've either not been able to train or, you know, you're feeling actually a bit low because this time of year, I think people do struggle more with their mental health, more so. Um, I think obviously with a pandemic we're in, that's not helping mm-hmm. either with people's mental health. And you might think you're a, fa- a failure, but if you're still, like I say, hitting non-negotiables, that's fine. Just stick with that. It might be... Yeah you have to stop training completely for circumstantial reasons. And if that's the case, I would say opt for going out for walks instead. Swap yeah. it. Go out and get, I know it's not great weather, but I went out this morning with an umbrella over my head and actually it's pretty warm out there. So it's comfortable to be in, listen to a podcast or do like a mindful walk like we've just talked about yeah. before. Because somebody said you haven't had time to have 10 minutes to yourself last week. I mean, that's how busy it is for some people. And I get that. I can be yeah. like that myself, struggle to sit still for 10 minutes as Kate knows. So... I quite like doing it on a walk. I'll sometimes have no podcast or no music and I'll just listen to everything around me and take everything in. Mm. Um, not even be on my phone. And I find for me, that does relax me. I like, it's kind of like I, I like to be active yeah. and shut my brain off at the same time. And even if it is only, you know, 10 minutes or whatever that you're getting mm. out, you're getting out and you're doing something and you are actually moving. Yeah. You, know, you don't need the whole, you know, an hour's worth of walk. Yeah. For it to count, you can break it down into 10 minute yeah. bits if that helps. And don't so. forget after Christmas, it will calm down. You know, it's always manic for mm-hmm. everybody this time of year. Like I say, for example, tomorrow me and Kate aren't training together. Well, because you've got a course, to be fair. Um, but back when your kids were little, little, we would struggle between Christmas and, you know, like Christmas time period because your kids are yeah, younger. Yeah, so we just prioritised what we could, you know, like you would probably do a bit at home training or you'd leave and just go for walks with the kids or you were active doing things with them. Because exactly, little... yeah. I think that's the point is, is just trying to think, you know, what can I do just to be active? Yeah, exactly. So if you can't fit in your full training session, then what can I actually do to be yeah. to be active today? So really look at the goals if you have to, guys, if you're struggling. It could be just circumstantial uh, completely. Mm. We understand that. We're you know, we not we're not like those PTs who are like, you must do it like this and you must do it like that. We're like, no, how can no. we work with you? How can we make sure you know, your mindset's okay as well? Because it is a mindset thing when it comes to staying on track. Um, 
yeah. which is why we've already we've actually been planning already for the next NK project, the next six week online coaching group. We've looked it towards end of uh, January. We are doing a seven day power up as well for free next month as well. We always run them every so often, uh, but we're actually really looking at putting more focus on the mindset because I think actually that's where people struggle the most personally and Kate agreed with me on mm-hmm. that one whereas yeah. you know what to yeah. do you understand calories you understand protein you understand needs but it's a, it's a case of why do we struggle to do it and I don't yeah. think it's always about being busy I think it is a mindset a lot of it as well it is and I think that's why I say it probably sounded a bit harsh when I said it the first time in terms of kind of making sure that you have actually done all that you've done because yeah. it is it is very easy to think, you know, like like you said, um, you know, you haven't been able to fit your training session in. So therefore, without realising it, you you kind of sabotage the rest of the day. Yeah. But you don't really realise that you're actually doing that. Yes. So it's a case of just being mindful about that. Are you are you jumping into the fuck it bucket without realising it? Yeah. Yeah. Because that can happen too. I'm always a bit mindlessly. Yeah. I know exactly what yeah. you're saying there. And that's what you say about self-sabotage. So we are as own worst enemy. And the problem is people put pressure on themselves to be perfect. Now, all you guys on mm. here, fair play, you starting on the run-up towards Christmas. Yeah. And normally, when I've, t- I've actually personally, the, my best clients have always been taken on a couple months before Christmas. And they're still with me now. And they're getting great results. Mm. I just worked with one today, actually. And she's hit some one rep maxes. are epic. And, you know, but also when I, f- I first started with her, she was doing fat loss goals. And... She's actually, you know, at a, she says she's she's at the weight she was at this time last year. She's actually a little heavier, but said she feels best. She felt her best at this uh, body fat because it's more sustainable. Yeah. And she actually said, I'm questioning now, um, you know, am I happy to be like this the rest of my life? Because it's actually sustainable. So she's strong. Yeah. She can enjoy pizza once a week if she wants. Um you know, it's just little things like that. You've got to think, you know, where you know when you get to that point where you're like, you know what, I'm quite happy here. If I get more results, to do. But at the moment, it's not massively a priority. But if you yeah, and sustain I think that, things to have a life. Yeah, and I think that's where it also comes in with, with assessing where you are. So if you're a sort of like, you know, I want fat loss or I want to be under X amount of stone or whatever, then maybe it's time to sit and think, well, actually, is that really what I want you know, is that actually what I want to achieve? What yeah. what what's going to change? What's going to be different if you are ten stone rather than whatever? It's may yeah maybe a case of like reassessing it and realizing having done these few weeks that maybe like you said you're quite happy where you are and you're quite happy yeah. with your lifestyle the way it is. Yeah, and, and every time it, it might change, you might think you know what I do want to push a little bit and change, and that's fine as well. Yeah, you know, sometimes it is down to how you feel about yourself at that moment. Mm. Absolutely, I've had clients I've had in surpluses actually most of this year, and obviously I had to try to talk them round to stay into a surplus for a whole year. I'm like, look, it's a long process. You can't just do a surplus like basically gain muscle and then cut for a month. It doesn't work like that. You have to mm. be in it for a year. <laughs> I said. If anything, we might set you back to maintenance if you just want a break from over, uh, going over your calories. Uh, but because they've been in it longer now, they've realised actually they can see where I'm coming from and they've decided to stay in it longer. And actually, they're more comfortable with their physique now than ever, actually, mm. because so well, I can enjoy life. Um, you know, when I say a surplus, yeah. I only mean two to three hundred extra calories a day over their maintenance. It's not mad. Um, yeah. 
but it just gives them that flexibility and you know enjoy, and life is about enjoyment you know i mean as humans our biggest drive is food we absolutely love food and people feel guilty about this like it's something uh broken in them and it's like no it's meant to be like that uh, you know and we want you to get from this i mean six weeks is, six weeks is not a long time like i said i've had clients who are with me now who started this time of year 12 months ago and some of them two years ago and only about a year in it took them before their mindset started to change about nutrition and about how they feel physically wise guys so this is what i'm saying about the whole self-sabotage you know like kate said you might say you do stop training because it's getting busy and you think well stop training so i won't bother doing anything else and i'll be honest i i can see why that happens because it's easily done yeah training gives you that discipline i think to influence your decisions for the rest of the day like i will eat well i will eat my protein i'll eat my veg yeah. uh, i'll do my steps i'll sleep well tonight it does have that huge influence training and you're surrounded by other fit people and they're doing the same and it kind of makes you want to belong to that kind of like almost like a tribe in a way i guess or community but hmm. always remember not everyone isn't perfect all the time not everyone's on track all the time you know there's weeks where me and kate haven't been able to train because one of us is ill uh, or away on holiday you know it's it's all the kids aren't very well say in kate's case you know when the kids were little as well uh, obviously yeah. they're a bit more older she can leave now they're a bit more feral, <laughs> more feral. Um, but you know it, 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 it priorities change as well and it's okay it's okay if you have to miss a week yeah. at the gym or two but instead just prioritize everyone that's... else yeah, and that's part of why in the this time round we decided to put in a, a sort of starting and ending your day. Yeah. So where you're saying, you know, going to the gym and being part of that kind of makes everything else in a way kind of fall into place because you're in that sort of mindset. Yes. So we're sort of saying, you know, start and end your day the right way and it kind of puts you in that mindset straight away. You know, yeah. if you wake up first thing and you're on a bit of a downer about whatever it might be, then the chances mm. are that's the way your day is going to go. Yeah. So what we're trying to say is, is sort them, you know, try and sort the mindset out, start and end your day the right way, and everything should hopefully flow a bit better during the day. It, it's more that, like you just said, that you're hitting it on the head. It's the mindset. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I know people who. So not everyone's like this. I'll be honest, even when I don't train, I'm a lot better than I used to be, and I'm sure you feel the same, Kate. So when I didn't train over Christmas, probably before I met you, I would I would binge a yard of jaffa cakes and sit and slob out probably just play on games actually pretty much between christmas and new year and i'd be getting back on it in january i would fall back easily into habits so in january i'm very i've realized i can make changes like that very easily if i want to i can switch back but not everyone can do that and the issue is between christmas and new year for example some people will do that and then they struggle to go back to what they they were doing before christmas so the idea is these habits we're trying to build with you now aim to keep some of them over the christmas period not all of them you'd have to be perfect over christmas you haven't got to train between christmas and you if you don't want to either it's it's totally a personal choice but the idea is is to help you get back to where you are in the new year a little bit easier hmm. that, that's and to not beat yourself up over the fact that you that you yeah. haven't you've got to just get rid of that all or nothing attitude because no all or nothing attitude and being perfect is going to get you nowhere because there's always going to be a bad day at some point and then people then make sure then they they, they sort of like self-prophesize i'm gonna have a bad day tomorrow and the rest of the week just ride the week off because it's all gonna be bad instead of thinking Mm. i've had a bad day i'm gonna make sure i don't do two bad days on the road i'm gonna make sure tomorrow's better Mm -hmm. you know so always aiming to be the best you can 
And like I say, yeah. training is a cherry on top and training is fantastic for your mindset as well. It's it's a massive tool more so for that than mm. actually just helping with the aesthetics. Yeah, and that's why we have the... Sorry, um, I'm not sure. Daily non-negotiables. Sorry, yeah, my... Um, my, I can't say her name, but my Echo Dot decided to speak to oh, me yeah. before I said the A. No, I was going to say that's that's kind of why we have the daily on, non-negotiables yeah. as well. So you you know they should be sort of things that that, that you can have in place throughout yeah. the whole, ideally throughout the whole of Christmas. Absolutely. So you're not going to go completely off track, even if everything else goes out the window. You've still got those. You've still got tick yeah. box things to to say I've achieved that. I mean, the main thing about getting back on track is. You just have to do it. You just got to action it. If you're not happy where you are and not happy about not being on track, do something about it. Just just do it. Do what you have to do to get on. If it means just looking at, say, day one, right, I'm just going to make sure I hit my non-negotiables today. That's all I'm going to yeah. do. I'll, re- I'll you've readjust got everything them. in place now to be able to do yeah. that. It's not like you've got to start from scratch and go, well, what do I need to no. do? Do I need to look at my calories? Do I need to do this? Well, you know, you know, you know all of that. You know exactly what you've got to do to put in place. So, you know whatever happens over christmas yeah. happens and that's fine and then literally as soon as you're ready yeah even you today yeah. even today if like say the past few weeks you're like you know what i've not been on track like i fell off my goals uh, i've not measured anything recently i have no idea where i am i would just stop just start today doesn't matter what yeah. it is you start with just start today it hasn't got to be going to the gym it could be simple as i'm going to hit my three non-negotiables and then maybe tomorrow be like, right, I can do them. Right, I'm going to do my long walk or I will do a workout or <laughs> I'll do a sun salutation. Oh, Nat and Kate have done some workout videos. I'll do just one of them. You don't have to aim to do something every day like big. Just keep it simple. Yeah. Just take you'll small find steps it will, to go forward. It will have a knock-on effect. Exactly. So if it means by the end of this week, you know what? I've managed just to gradually get back on. You know, it hasn't got to be perfect. It hasn't got to be extraordinary. We're not after that. I've had quite, you know, a few of you on here said, you know, you've had a rough week the other week, say, for example, but you managed to get back on track the week after. And I love that. And you've picked out the positives of what you did that week. I mean, one of yeah. you, um, I love this. They hit the daily non-negotiable. I think they struggled with their weekly goals, but they took from it. Well, they hit all my weekly goals. They put that, they t- picked out the wins they had of the week, all the positivities. And it was just such a nice feedback. You can tell they were thinking through yeah. and reading back what they've yeah. written. And I absolutely love that because that's what it's all about. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, the majority of that yeah, week, so they rather, were on track. Yeah, so rather than being down on yourself and not being able to do what you're able to do, it's it, it's, it's someone making a deci- decision to go, well, you know yeah. what, I'll just aim for one workout. Mm. And the and day, that we, we're not stepping you up on a scale and going, oh, look, you put a pound on, you fucked up there, you must be eating too many of this and this. We're, it's not like that with us. It's, you know, we're like, we are looking at what you have been able to do. And if you do need to push the needle somewhere, we'll tell you to push the needle on this area. If we do see you are actually struggling mentally, we'll try to support you to make sure, you know, hmm. you're not struggling alone and <clears> that you, we'll encourage you to work on what you can work on at that moment. And then when you start coming yeah. out of that... We'll, we'll push there's always something you can there's always something you can work on no yeah. matter how small it is it sounds cheesy but it's true isn't it we're not it doesn't yeah. have to be extraordinary to progress no no right let's go through a bit more thoroughly a guide to staying on track over christmas now we're not going to tell you to track christmas day you don't have to track christmas eve you don't have to track boxing day to be honest with you or new year's day no. um you don't even have to be guys new believe it or not yeah. In a calorie deficit for Christmas. You do not have to be in a calorie deficit. No. You can absolutely just maintain. 
that is actually progress if you learn how to maintain and trust yourself to have slightly higher calories yeah it's absolutely fine you can even do it from now if it's easier if you've got like loads of do's on i've had to do this for a couple of clients because they're in that situation right now and i said to them, you're struggling saying you're deficit aren't you they're like yeah because they, they were very honest they tracked i love how one of one of my clients one of my one-to-ones they put calories from alcohol in brackets which i thought was hilarious <laughs> it was a lot um you know they, they were honest about it and i said luke would you like some more flexibility do you want just at least maintain where you're at right now until after christmas and they're like yeah that'd be that'd be great so all we did is add, add an extra two to three hundred calories on to take them up to their maintenance so for example their fat loss goal would be between uh i think it's 16 to 1700 because she's a little bit lighter than me already a little bit lean uh she just wanted just to just push it a little bit she was just challenging herself physically and decided to you know what you know, there's no way I can do this right now. And I said, that's fine. Let's switch the goal. So she's focusing yeah. more on enjoying her training because she's got more calories. So she can work on her strength a little <clears> bit more and progressive overload to get some good muscle tissue on it. She's focusing on like doing one big walk a week because she's looking at doing the three peaks next year. So I said, I wanted to do that and then do some mini walks in between. So we just, we just changed the goal. I was like, right, yeah. I was aim to maintain. So absolutely right now, guys. You know what your deficit is, because a lot of you who are tracking know what your calorie deficit is right now. All you need to do, you don't need to recalculate, just add two to 300 calories a day on yeah. and then times it by seven. So you've got the week goal. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, I was going to say, the original calorie calculation you did would have given it you does the spit the maintenance calories, out. doesn't it? Yeah. 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 But you shouldn't need to do it again. You just add it on. No. Yeah, just add it on, guys. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'd say about when it comes to calories. If you are tracking, take them up to maintenance. Even from now, you could absolutely take up to maintenance. If you're happy doing a deficit this week and you're prepared to, you know, you've meal prepped most of your weeks, which makes it easier. You're, you're pretty good at tracking accurately as well. And, you know, even though you might have a do this weekend, you've prepared lower calorie days. So allow that on the on that weekend. Then fine, crack on for another week. Then maybe just do it up till Christmas Eve. But if yeah. you are struggling right now to just do that, then bring it up to maintenance. Yeah. Take that pressure off yourself. Take it off. Yeah. Don't forget maintenance yeah. calories mean you aren't yeah. going to lose any fat, but you aren't going to gain any either. Exactly. And after New Year's Day, do not drop down to 1,200 calories, please. Just no. do what you were doing before then. So say, for example, if you were on 1,700, 1,800, for example, for females, males, it might be about 2,000. So January the let's say after the weekend be the third, I think. Um, then yeah, put your calories back down slightly to that mm-hmm. deficit and just gradually work back on those goals. Put things in place that weekend as well. So, you know, I mean I was doing a bit of research about meal prepping and it was basically the effects of how um people find do they find it easier as say doing fat loss, for example, or just eating better. Even me being in the surplus, I still far way prefer doing meal prepping. Especially got very yeah. busy lives because one hour of meal prepping can save you hours for the week. Like, yeah, I just yeah. bang it in the microwave because I've prepped it like a, I did a pork massaman curry and boom, it's there. And then it only took me five minutes to put together. I could do a coffee. I could do some brewing exercise while waiting for my kettle brew and the, ke- and the microwave oh. being on. It's saved me huge time. Um, I've always been an advocate of it. I know it can be hard when you've got children, <clears> which is why I say get a slow cooker. Because they are the way forward. Because it's literally throw shit yeah. in, leave it to cook, top of wear it up, done. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know, just you kind want... of think that everything you cook, every meal you cook, just make more of it. Yeah. Bulk it out. 
but I would say if you're not doing it now and you're struggling with food and you don't you know you're not a great cook honestly learn how to cook especially when you've got some time off teach yourself to cook look up videos what well, that's how I learned I just learned re recipes online my dad taught me a little bit but I just made myself learn because I like to challenge myself um, I know not everyone likes cooking, so maybe learn meals that don't take too much effort. So, like you yeah. say, slow cooker meals, one pan meals, uh, one, um, like, uh, what's the word? One tray bakes, that's it, tray bakes. You know, look for easy yeah. stuff to make because mm. it teaches you what's higher in protein. You can adjust it, put more veg in. Uh, you're less likely to overeat your calories when you're eating at home as well. Uh, and also mm -hmm. making food from scratch again is always a uh, better for, you know for tracking your calories and to you can yeah. save your meals once you've like, added it into my fitness pal or nutri check um because then you probably do the recipe quite similar again which i normally do so i just go back into my files mm -hmm. and my fitness pal and bring it out i mean i think i think the other thing to remember as well is about you know if if you are um you know, going over calories or, or whatever it might be over Christmas. You've got to remember the bottom line is it's, it is about what you do consistently. Yes. One so day is it going to be talking fat. just Christmas, you know, even if we're talking Christmas Eve, mm. Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, whatever, you know, it's 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 about what you do consistently. A majority of the time. Yeah. Which is what you've been doing so far up until now. So those few days off, off, off yeah. Christmas, Stop. I'm not going to no. undo all of your efforts. No. And that extra weight gain you might see after Christmas, <clears throat> if, say, it was only, I mean, for me, it's only Christmas Day, Boxing Day. It's not even normally New Year's Day, to be honest, or New Year's Eve, because I don't really drink anymore. Because um, even in between, it's not really much different for me, because I always have cake in my diet. Um, <laughs> but, you know, because I fit it in, I just don't eat a big amount, until I just have an amount there with my food and fit it in. But for most people, it like most clients I speak to, it's literally Christmas Day and maybe Boxing Day. And a lot of people mm. aren't that bothered about New Year's Eve anymore. So those two days aren't going to make you fat. And there's no mm. such thing as you being fat. There's you gaining extra body fat. The weight gain you're going to see in the new year, if literally those are the only days you overeat and everyone else you pretty much eat quite standard, it'll be mostly because you just ate more food. Not as in like there's more food in your body still digesting. Uh, yeah. it, it'll be also a combination of, water as well you know retaining water because of high salty foods um yes. you know you've got more sounds gross but this is in you to go so mm -hmm. you know and you know you, your routine's different to everything it affects the the weight of the body hugely and uh, people don't realize that but you give it two weeks going back to what you were doing before christmas you'll be soon back to where you were a lot of my clients barely gained a couple of pounds but the most was five pounds one client and it came down after two weeks of just going yeah, back to normal. Exactly. It wasn't yeah. 1,200 calories. It was just normal calories they would have before Christmas. In fact, I think they actually just dropped back. To, I think they just went to maintenance for a couple of weeks because they've got a taste for hyperpalatable foods. So I said, go to mm -hmm. maintenance and gradually wean off those foods. So like, say, they're yeah. no snacking for two weeks. Um, you know, and maybe limit how many times a week you have something like, you know, say that you got leftover chocolates and stuff. So I was going to say that's that's probably the biggest you get thing. Get the taste isn't it? for it, yeah. That you've got so leftover healthy. food as yeah. well. Yeah, it's not what it is because the more you eat hyperpalatable foods, it's a bit like say Christmas, for example. Would you eat a Christmas dinner every day? No, because you get sick of it, as nice as it is. So, you know, for me, after twenty fifth, twenty sixth of December, I stop eating mince pies, and that's not me forcing it. 
It's just actually, mm. it's part of the festivity of mince pies. I, sh- yeah, I associate yeah. it with that. So even some left, I find it really hard to eat them. It, in fact, it could be there. If I've got some left, it could be there for a couple of months because I just eat them as and when. But you do build a taste for tasty, high palatable foods or, you know, you might have alcohol more than usual. And that's what people find difficult in January. they still got a taste for it. So it may yeah. be... I don't like using swirls, but it may be about actually just restricting back those foods a little bit just for a couple mm-hmm. of weeks and then reintroducing things slowly as you would have done and pre and you know the previous month before. So that way when you yeah. have it, it tastes really nice because you haven't had it for a while. Uh, yeah. And you enjoy it a little bit more and savour it a little bit more. When it's then available, it's in the house, yes, it's more likely to get eaten. So yeah. I always say to clients, well, make sure you can fit things in your calories still, but maybe instead of having it every day, you're going to have it every other day and wean it off a little bit. Or some people prefer yeah, just, or just to... just go back to having it on a weekend or something. Yeah, it might be better doing that. something you might pick out every yeah. day. So you do understand you will have that, that taste and that you want, that strong taste of wanting yeah. those foods because they've been in your diet that whole time. But you do not have to eat a whole box of celebrations in one day to get rid of it. <laughs> they, they don't go off out of date, do they? So you could... Just put them somewhere that's that's not in your face. So we've got a yeah. cupboard where I actually put them into pies as well and you have to crawl down and go under to get them. They're awkward to get to and I've realised actually yeah. because of that, I can't be honest to always get one because of that's where it's thing, inconvenient. Yeah. Where it is. If you put on your worktop the box of celebrations or quality treats or other chocolates oh, available... Oh, that's lethal. That one, yeah. But if you're out of sight, out of mind sort of thing. Yeah, but the outside out of mind sort of thing. So you go in, have a handful, take it with you, put it back in that in that awkward position or out of sight. <laughs> Don't lean them on the fucking sides. Just put them outside. <laughs> you're less likely to have it because it's not as available to have. Um yeah. you know, but having, having like say five chocolates a day, you could fit that in your calories. You could take them work as the as the thing you like having with your meals. So instead of say having a bag of crisps, it might be have a handful of chocolates like five yeah. chocolates for example okay um so next thing about training and movement right training will not offset calories that you're going to have for christmas you do not need to train your ass off christmas eve to prepare for the amount of calories you are going to have over the christmas period because it does not work that way no no i mean case we used to see it in the gym all the time didn't we oh christmas yeah eve. on the cardio new year's eve everyone was just like proper yeah yeah i say to clients this right when they're new to this and they're a bit like oh my god but i need to do cardio to to, to offset the thing i go right in the gym it's when he's pete's in the gym i go right look at the freeway area and look at the physiques of the people in the freeway area go okay right 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 now look at the cardio and you look at the cardio at the physiques and it goes who's got the better physique so that people are doing weights it's as you go they go is that because they've been more calories doing weights it goes not there and then but as you build muscle and the af- afterwards, you do ke- continue burning yeah. a bit more calories than someone doing cardio. There is some evidence on that. But I said because they're consistently doing it all year round, they've, got, they've nailed their lifestyle as well. They eat their protein. They're probably active outside of the gym, like walking and moving often. Hmm. I said, but I tell you now, they are not in here training to offset calories. They're in here no. for performance goals, for strength and building muscle. That's what they're there for. I mean, sure. cardio will help you. To get into that calorie deficit, but you have to do a lot. Something you need to rely on. Well, yeah, yeah. But, you know, upping your cardio will help you doing that alongside your actual calorie deficit. Well, but even no, it's not yeah. in itself. It's not going to do it. Well, say for example, I went swimming. When did I last go? I've never got my watch because it does tell me sometimes the. Don't think it's telling me the calories. Remember, uh, just as an example. Oh, it does. So, for example, uh, when I did. 
I think this was 64 lengths. According to this, I burned 265 calories. Now, I didn't rely on my watch personally, but it probably is between that and maybe 300. But on Christmas Day, how many calories do you think you're going to eat? And bear in mind, I did 64 lengths, which is a mile in the pool, guys. And you'd be like, you'd think you'd burn a shitload of calories doing that. One hour, in fact, it's 40 minutes for me, 64 lengths, I'm going fast. And you think I burn a lot more calories, you know, but I am not doing to offset my calories because what I'll eat Christmas Day will be more than 300 calories. (laughs) It'll be more than my BMR, which my BMR is about 1,200, maybe 1,100, depending on how much I'm weighing at the time. So if you go to the gym and burn even 500 calories, I tell you now, you're going to eat more than 500 calories. So don't go to the gym just to make the burn calories. If anything over Christmas, me and Kate go and do weight training Christmas Eve because it's just festive to train Christmas Eve's tradition. And we just like doing it. It's a nice way to... Yeah. It's almost like finishing the whole year. You know, not at the end of the year. We just quite like doing it. That's probably like our last proper session together. We might do a bit between. Um... You know, we'll, we'll do that just because we like to. And if anything, we see Christmas Exactly, we do it because we want to, because, rather yeah. than because, yeah, we have to. Yeah. And we'll do weight training. That's what we'll do. We won't do anything extra special. Yeah. I do a lot of walking between Christmas and New Year, but that's because I feel sluggy, I'm stuck inside, you've eaten big meals, yeah. I just want things to get shifted, if you know what I mean, um, you know, for digestion. Well, you're just generally not necessarily moving around as much as you normally do. Yeah, you're, you're a bit you more sluggy, aren't you? work, are you? So, you, yeah. yeah. And you've eaten more, so you you generally might have that feeling of just yeah. being a bit like, Wah. so I'd in say, which case, getting out for yeah. walk is. A win. I, I would say train if you want to train, and only you know, and only when you can. You know, if you've got if you've seen family, go see family, guys. You know, we. Oh, yeah. Who knows after last year's pandemic? Who knows what's going to happen? So go and see people you want to see, and go and spend time, go and socialize, go and make memories. Um, I'd say opting for a walk a lot. I did a poll the other day actually on my Instagram, and I said to people. Um, are you going to be opting to walk more or are you going to opt to train um, over walking? And a lot of people said they'd rather go walking between Christmas and New Year, which I thought was quite mm. nice. Um, yeah, well, you can make it sociable as well, yeah. can't you? So, so now you, I think you know, people, when you meet it? up with people, go for a walk rather than... To be fair, I've know. started doing that a bit more often. There's a couple of mates yeah. I still meet for walking since the pandemic because, well, still in the pandemic. But I, we just prefer to do that. It's quite nice to do. It's free yeah. to do as well. You know, exactly. and so they're the coffee shop drinking all the coffee. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'd say with training movement, it's absolutely fine to opt for walking over training. Again, we're not training or walking to offset calories because you shouldn't be eating like that on Christmas Day for the rest of your life. If you are, then mm-hmm. I'm going to be very concerned. Or you're a CrossFit athlete who burns a lot of calories. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, but you do it because you like it. It's to move. It's mm. to stretch. It's to keep your heart healthy. Helps with digestion. And you're mm-hmm. just doing it because you like it, whichever one yeah, you do. Yeah, Okay. Um, the other one I always say with this over Christmas, and this is something I've st- I've started doing the past couple of years, is you do not have to overeat to enjoy yourself. Eating to the point you are, well, that you're going to explode is not fun. I think it ruins it a little bit. You know, you, yeah, you're sitting yeah. there. And if you drink as well, you try and drink on top of it, which I have done. Oh, my God, I just feel ill. It's, oh, it's just not a nice feeling. It's is grim, it, no? yeah. So I always think one Christmas leftovers are amazing because bubble and squeak and pies mm-hmm. and left and another Christmas dinner you can make for yourself between Christmas and New Year because it is veg and meat. Let's just face it. Um, I think people feel like it's a competition who can eat the most a little bit sometimes. And I used to be a bit <clears> like that, and whereas now I go to my partner's dad's, he makes a banging dinner, and if there's leftovers, there's leftovers because he lets us take it with us. 
and we just basically yeah. I, I live off bubble and squeak for a week um which yeah. steph is not impressed by because the sprouts in there <laughs> um but also he just ruins it you know why why bother yeah. it you know i just think i just think you don't enjoy yourself as much mm. you know i think well if you get to the point where you're just full and satisfied then later on you could enjoy a couple of baileys because that's the only time you drink baileys at christmas you could enjoy a mince pie you probably most likely not to have anything in the evening because you're too full <clears throat> and you don't have to you know don't feel yeah, pressure that's the thing. To... You, yeah i think a lot of people think that, that that's just a dumb thing yeah you don't have that's to have what you do because it's yeah. Christmas, you especially know, if you're visiting people as well. Yeah. You feel obliged to get food because would, they served yeah. it out. But trust me, yeah. when like last night I hosted uh, for some friends, and we made this like um, Jamaican jerk ham hock, so I like, shredded up ham, and I love it. There's some left. I'm a bit like, anyone want any more? No, good. <laughs> so forcing them, mm. I'm like, no, I'm having that for leftovers. I absolutely love it. So if you are hosting, guys, anything like that, I keep it. Um, yeah. But uh, it's it's the same with Christmas morning. Like, I used to have full English breakfasts. I don't know what it is about that, because then it does ruin your dinner a little bit. And don't get me wrong, I've got a massive appetite, but even that ruins it for me. You know, opt for, like, eggs on toast or opt for, say, poached egg and salmon on an English muffin with a bit of hollandaise. Yeah. That would be quite nice. Well, that's know. an ideal time, actually, isn't it? Breakfast is an ideal time to yeah. get in. You normally up a bit early, yeah. especially if you've got kids, or you're like me, I'm a big child. Yeah. You know, so... Santa does exist. <laughs> It'd be a good pizza. Well, it, I, mean, I mean, it is one of those things. If I'm sort of eating out or I know I'm going to be eating out, drinking, that kind of thing, I will, you know, breakfast will always be a good, decent breakfast, a high-protein breakfast, yeah. get some fruit and veg in there, you yeah. know, drink lots of, you know, drink water, all of that yeah. sort of stuff, and then off you go and enjoy yourself. Yeah, but you don't need to have a massive breakfast, guys. This, this mentality no. that they have to eat a lot. You know, I just think it ruins food, like I say, I, I used to be able to eat a lot because I used to be able to eat quick. I've learned to stop doing it. I've learned to sit and actually enjoy food and taste it. Like, I've always become a bit of a food snob because of it. Um, I mean, I still like anything. I'm not a fussy eater. But I just find I'd rather eat and enjoy than feel sick and bloated. You know, because mm. I've done the whole binge and stuff. I've done that myself. And it's just not enjoyable. And I think back, I think, oh, I didn't, I didn't particularly enjoy that moment. So yeah. I would say you don't have to eat to the point you burst, guys. You don't have to ridiculously overeat and drink. Just eat until you're full, drink until merry, and you know enjoy the memories. It's not about how much you can eat; it's the quality. It's okay. Um, it's okay to continue goals, continue onwards in January 2022. So even if you didn't hit your six-week goal you wanted to hit, if you are closer, so say you wanted to lose your first kilogram. And you only lost half a kilogram. You're on track <clears> still. <throat> Just continue yeah. into January. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah. It's fine. If you only lost uh, two inches all over, want to lose three inches all over, that's still progress. Carry on in Jan. Don't think it, it is. Hasn't remember worked. that actually, the slower you do it, the more sustainable it's yeah. likely to be. Because you've you've got to make less drastic changes in your lifestyle. Yeah. Do it all slowly. But just carry on. You could absolutely put a pause on it now. Aim to maintain your results. That'd be absolutely fine. It's a form of progress doing that, I think, learning to maintain because it's mental of wanting to eat. Yes. I remember when I said to you when I first pulled my calories up when I did a deficit for quite some time. I think you did as well. I was like, I'm going to get fat. I'm going to get fat. Um, you know, yeah. and and found, surprisingly, obviously, surprise, surprise, I wasn't. Uh, and a lot of clients I've done this with. And yeah, it's I fine. think that's a good point, actually, is treating Christmas as a way to learn how to do all that how to yeah, manage mentally, that mentally that it's okay you know yeah. a couple extra calories a 100 calories a day is going to be okay you'll be all right yeah 
you know you might see the scale weight go up but that's just because you're eating more and that's the only thing i noticed uh, but my measurements stayed the same or came down a bit when i when i first yeah. came up from that uh, fat loss phase i did so just bear in mind it will help with the mindset learning what it right. is like to be at maintenance and then gradually yeah i think just having at the back of your mind yeah. that you are not going to ruin everything it's good to have a break sometimes as well from doing yeah. a calorie deficit because sometimes you get sick of it and it is restrictive especially for females it's a lot harder for us because we're smaller so males can get away with like two thousand calories for a deficit whereas females right. you're looking at like as low as 1500 maybe 1400 depending on how small you are um unless yeah. you've got a really high activity outlet you know it's very difficult so it is good to have a, a break and still track but do maintenance yeah. and if you don't want to track at all for christmas now some clients have done this with especially my experienced clients they will literally have these rules so three meals a day they allow themselves say so many like hyper palatable uh things a day so like say like me mince pie i would have a mince pie a day and maybe a slice of Christmas cake later, for example. Because I'm at a maintenance mm. surplus calories at the moment. So if this was between Christmas, Christmas and New Year, this is how I would do it. And done it with clients as well. Uh, if you feel like you're in a good mindset to do that, then absolutely. But if you want to track, say, after Boxing Day up until New Year's Eve, that's absolutely fine. Track your maintenance in. And then you have those days off and then go back to your deficits uh, at the weekend. Um, or even on the Sunday, because I think the Sunday's the second, the day after New Year's Day. That's absolutely yeah. fine. And this is something I did not forgot to send to you, Kate. I've put learn to enjoy the, sto- enjoy the storm. So what I mean by that is learn to enjoy the bad days, learn to enjoy the challenges that come across, the speed bumps that get in your way and try to hinder your progress. If you can enjoy them and work through, work through that yeah. dip and keep going. The ones who can keep going that little bit longer and then suddenly get traction, they're the ones who succeed. It's the ones who give up as soon yeah. as there's a dip or as soon as the storm comes and you see the dark clouds... And you just go completely off track and think stuff. It's like, no, if you can manage things when things go to shit. I mean, I've had we've had clients who've had deaths happen when things, I'm not saying you have to completely focus on fat loss goals, but you just keep going with what you can do. Like even just yeah. non-negotiables can really help in those bad times because it, it helps you tick off your day like and get through your day exactly. while the bad times yeah. are happening. You know, I've had bad things happen to me when I've had, and you know, sometimes my fitness life has actually helped me stop going insane or losing my mind when shit yeah. has happened you know that's what we want you to use it for the ones who can endure the storm and come out the other side become stronger and they get mm. better at handling shit coming at them uh, and they actually Absolutely. become a stronger person for it yeah you know, we, you know we're cool about people being vulnerable and being upset and that but learning yeah, to you, look after yourself ideally you do want to be in that position where you can deal with these things yeah. you know the bottom line is is you do you know you have to look after yourself Anyhow, regardless, regardless you can't you know, live. Take out, yeah, take out, you know, training and, and aesthetic goals and fat loss and all of that. You've still got to have the basics in place for looking after yourself and keeping yourself healthy, haven't you? So, you know, that's ultimately what you're doing. Yeah. So definitely, you know, if you can learn and draw the bad times, you can yeah, handle the good yeah. times. And, it's, and sometimes there might be more bad times than good times. So you've got to think, well, if I can handle that, I can handle anything. Yeah. Okay, right, we've got to wrap up in a minute because we've got five minutes left on the, the podcast, oh Tyra. So, uh, lastly, about plateauing. What we mean by sometimes this can happen, so this could be you are doing absolutely everything, throwing the kitchen sink at it, the lot, and you're tracking everything, you've got data to prove it, and say you're seeing no weight loss results, right, but you, 
don't drop your calories any lower because if you do you'll go insane and kill someone so which would be something like i would say i would say again this time of year is a great time of year to push your calories back up to maintenance that can help a little bit because sometimes it can help with the body gain a bit of muscle it might be due for a deload as well with your training so you might need to take it easy in your training sessions um it might be mean you have to push the needle in certain areas, like maybe your steps. It could be um, the quality of nutrition, looking at that. It could be your sleep as well or stress management. Yeah. So have a look at those as well when you hit plateau. It could be you need a new training plan. After six weeks, you shouldn't do. You should be able to carry on the one we're on now, just up to four sets if you want to in the, in the new year, if you wanted mm. to. Uh, but some of my one-to-ones, uh, all like me and Kate, we've been on our training plan for over 12 weeks. So we're definitely due for a new one because we've hit as far as we can get on the plan pretty much um but normally plateaus because you've just been on there for a while and sometimes you need that break from a calorie deficit you need a maintenance phase maybe work on yeah. performance and muscle and um building muscle as most call it toning which is building muscle uh, you might need to work on that for a little bit longer and sometimes you might find actually you get quite good results being at maintenance because you've got more yeah. energy so actually because you've got more energy and move more which is what happened to me when i came out of that fat loss phase once i got leaner because I became yeah. more active because I had more calories in me. So without knowing, I ended up actually uh, increasing my energy out and my energy and stayed where it was, but that kept going up. So sometimes it can do you a favour coming up to maintenance, just so you know, guys. Um, we discussed the Christmas one as well. Uh, and like Kate summed up here in a little note, so remember that if it's fat loss you're after, after Christmas, it's not always necessarily going to be body fat that you gain over christmas it could literally just be you've just got more food in your system which makes you heavy on the scale more water retention more salt in the diet for females having periods it could be just simple as that because mine's due end of the year fantastic as always it always lands like that (laughs) um but the main thing we want you to think about when it comes to you know this challenge it hopefully you've got things in place now that you may continue with between christmas and year but not everything just what you need and then the new year gradually go back to what you were doing before Christmas. And message us if you get stuck. And maybe join our seven-day power-up challenge, which is free. Mm. Um, we're starting that um the end of the first week of Jan. So sign-up will be on the 2nd of January. And that's for free. And that helps you get your mindset back on track with health and fitness. And it's a bit of fun as well. Yeah. So... Like I say, if you have any questions, you can always drop a message to myself or Kate. You can drop it into the Facebook group, those who are part of the NK Project, or you can email us at the NK Projects at the nagpistoltrainer.co.uk. Um, and those who have got mine and Kate's number, you can always WhatsApp or messages. So yeah. enjoy your last week on the challenge. We'd love to hear your feedback, how you've been getting on as well. Don't forget to take some measurements and see what your progress is. We'd love to hear how you're going on. If you are really struggling, please let us know as well so we can yeah. help you. If you've got any questions on what you need to do from now on, yeah, then, give us a yeah, shout. Send them in. All right, folks, have a great day and we'll see you for the live on Friday. Okay, bye, bye. guys.